This audio production is brought to you by TheBestDayEver.com, David Wolf's premium longevity member site. The content found on TheBestDayEver.com from David Wolf and New Horizon Health, Inc. is for informational purposes only and is in no way intended as medical advice, as a substitute for medical counseling, or as treatment cure for any disease or health condition, and nor should it be construed as such because that would be illegal. Always work with a qualified health professional before making any changes to your diet, supplement use, prescription drug use, lifestyle, or exercise activities. Please understand that you assume all risks from the use, non-use, or misuse of this information. Greetings, everybody. I'm David Avocado-Wolf, and I'm joined today by Dr. Dean Bonley. And Dr. Bonley is a graduate of Loma Linda University. He graduated from Loma Linda back in 1962. For the last 17 years, he's found great fulfillment in the study of magnetism and how magnets relate to health. Dr. Bonley has been in the past the president of the North American Academy of Magnet Therapy. He's taught courses in magnetic treatment for the integrative medicine postdoctoral degrees offered by Capital University in Washington, D.C. He's developed a course in magnetic therapy for the International College of Naturopathy in California. And Dr. Bonley regularly lectures at medical conferences and, of course, appears on radio and television as well in regards to the study of magnetism. So with no further ado, I'd like to welcome Dr. Dean Bonley. Dr. Bonley, how are you? I'm fine, David. Glad to be talking to you. Fantastic. Well, Dr. Bonley is going to be joining us at our Longevity Now conference September 30th through October 2nd, 2011, coming up soon. And if you're going to join us for that extra day, you can stay for October 3rd. All those details are at the longevitynowconference.com website. I'd love to ask Dr. Bonley a few questions. So we're going to finally find out what I've always wanted to know about, and that is, what is the story with magnets? But first, Dr. Bonley, if I can ask you, how and when did you get interested in magnet therapy? Well, it was 21 years ago. I had an electronics firm, and I had a gentleman working for me. He's a nuclear physicist who had been teaching at the university. And one day he got a call and asked him to come up and measure the magnets in a magnetic pad. And I said, a what? He said, a magnetic pad. They're doing an asthma study with a magnetic pad, and they're finding good results at first. And, and then after three months, the results are disappeared, and the patients are actually worse. And they thought maybe the magnets had run down, so they asked him to come up and measure them. And uh, he did and came back and said, they're right up to the manufacturer specification, so there must be something else. He says, you're the medical guy. Why don't you go up there and see what's wrong? So I did, and I looked at the device they had, and I said, you know what you guys are doing? You're doing acupuncture with magnets. And they said, how do you know? I said, well, I took a course in acupuncture back in 1964 from a Chinese MD, and one of the classmates said, you, my patients want to take all of those needles. So what do I do then? He said, oh, I'll just get these little shower curtain magnets and put them around on the acupoints, and it works almost as good. And I remembered that, and then I saw all these little magnets all over this foam rubber that they had there. And I said, you guys are doing acupuncture with magnets 24-7. I said, you're breaking the rules of acupuncture. He said, how's that? I said, well, the rule is an hour a week or you'll deplete the chi. And they said, what's chi? I said, the vitality, same thing, ability of the brain to put out electricity to the body. And, I, and they said, wow. We're doing acupuncture, and so they stopped the whole thing because in those days it was illegal. And uh, so 
on the way home, I thought, how could this be? The Chinese saying that it increases blood flow and electrical flow from the brain to the periphery, wherever you put the acupoint, and put the magnet on the acupoint or the needle. So I thought, we can test that out real easy. So we went home and we had the equipment. And we Sure enough, you put a little magnet on the tip of your finger and you'd have increased electrical flow down the arm to the finger. And then we put thermocouples on the wrist and sure enough, it was increased blood flow because the heat went up just from a tiny little magnet on the end of the finger. So this is the uh, something proved right up that the Chinese have been right for centuries. So we thought, well, that's interesting. How come the Earth magnetic field doesn't do that? So I read everything there was uh, in the literature of that time, and I found that everybody disagreed with everybody else. Nobody had a sound theory, and they, uh, so they were all putting out their own theories. And so I thought, well, there must be a, an answer to this. How does magnetism do this? So that was the beginning of my study. So the first thing I did was built a magnetic pad that was all going the same direction as the Earth magnetic field and tried it on a patient who had extreme arthritis. And lo and behold, in two months, he didn't have arthritis anymore. So I thought, wow, this is really something. So we went on from there, tried it on other people and on myself, and, and uh, found it to be highly successful with arthritis and sleep. And uh, then uh, I thought, well, that's not good enough. We need to know what's happening here. So we sent uh, one of these magnetic pads that we had made up uh, over to uh, Stockholm, Sweden, to the World Health Organization's Project Genesis. And they were testing things for longevity. And so the first thing they tested was insects. They put 23 different kinds of insects paired, and they, so they had a control in another room. And then they, in the room where they had the magnetic pad, they had the in a cage over the magnetic pad, and uh, they watched them, and they fed them both the same. And to their amazement, the ones over the magnetic pad lived five times longer than the control group in the other room that was just in the Earth magnetic field. So they called me up and said, look, this is impossible. I said, well, you just did it. And I said, how about human tissue cells? Maybe the insects just need more magnetism. So they took and, and made an elaborate experiment uh, of tissue cultures that had proper oxygen and nutrition and everything set up with a control. And sure enough, the tissue cultures lived two and a half times longer. So then... The result of that, and then sometime later, a Chinese group uh, did an experiment with mice and found them to live two and a half times longer. So we know that it doesn't shorten life, but extends life. So then I went to work and got into my physics book and found a formula in quantum physics, which really explains what's going on. It's called the Lamar formula. Lamar formula basically says if you put an atom like a hydrogen atom in a magnetic field and increase the magnetic field, you'll increase the orbital velocity on the valence electrons. And as it goes faster, it cuts more lines of flux. So it's like a generator charging up that electron. So it becomes highly charged up and that leads to precession or wobble or vibration, whatever you want to say. It's like heating a solution to make a chemical reaction happen. And so the formula says this leads to electron transfer, which is the basis of all chemistry. Would you say that the influence of magnets then is much more powerful than what the research has shown, which is, well, the research has shown, obviously, that the Earth's magnetic field isn't strong enough to give you the effects, the acute effects of, say, a controlled magnetic environment, that the Earth itself, the magnetic field is changing. Would you say that that's actually a real big factor today and maybe wasn't such a factor in the past? I mean, what's happening with the Earth's own magnetic field and how does it relate to our health? 
relates in a big way. Uh, you see, the Babylonian Empire had uh, 80% more magnetism than we have today. We have a half a Gauss here in North America. And they had about three Gauss then. So this is a big difference. And you notice they didn't have modern medicine, but the average lifespan there was 70 years in the early Babylonian Empire. So uh, we have uh, lost a lot of our magnetism. And we wondered about this. So we made a cage uh, and we put... Uh, what we call mu metal. This is a metal that deflects magnetism all around the cage. And we put six young mice in there. And we had that cage so that we reduced our present Earth magnetic field down to one-tenth of a gauss from five-tenths. This resulted in, they went into slow motion in just a few minutes. And one of them died within the first 24 hours. The rest of them survived by eating huge amounts of food, and they become terribly obese. So this gives you a little idea how important magnetic field is. And Valerie Hunt uh, was on the same wavelength about the same time, and she made a mu cage big enough for two men to be in. She put the two men in the cage, and to her amazement, they began to sob uncontrollably. Then she uh, said, what's wrong? They said, we feel like we're falling apart. Now, she had them all wired with EKG and ECG and, and potentiometers, and she found they were trying to suck energy off of each other where they were sitting next to each other, and that didn't work. So they began to lose their function, and she had to take them out when they lost their function as it crept up their body, to, came to their heart, and the heart began to labor. They had, she had to take them out. Now, this is uh, pretty dramatic. I asked her, what would have happened if you had left them in there? This is in a zero magnetic field. She said they would have died in a couple hours. Wow. Dr. Bonley, your research has led to, I think, something has profoundly changed my life, and, and I always wondered about it, and that is the power of the North Pole field versus the South Pole field. And I get a lot of questions about this. Can you kind of identify for us, like, if you have a magnet, what does it mean to have a North Pole field, and what does the South Pole field mean? And then what have you seen is the difference between the two? Because you just told us that no magnetic field is, like, really problematic for health. But then there must also be a difference between the North and South Pole field as, as well, correct? Yeah, the, we don't use the North and South Pole field anymore. The North American Academy of Magnetic Therapy and discontinued the use of that because Dr. Philpott and Rawls and Davis got it, the whole thing mixed up and they started calling the North Pole the South Pole and what have you. So we just use negative and positive. So to straighten it out, the surface of the Earth in the Northern Hemisphere is negative. The sky is positive. It's opposite in the Southern Hemisphere. Uh, negative and positive or North Pole and South Pole really do which direction the magnetic field is going. There's nothing magic about it. It's just that you want to stay complementary to the Earth magnetic field. Now you say, well, what, what do you mean by that? Well, if it's coming out of the sky and going into the Earth, then that means that you want to have negative under you and positive above you. So, uh, so now what, why is it important? Well, in the first two hours of sleep, you produce most of your human growth hormone. This makes your cells divide in those two hours. That's when you have most of your cellular division. And when the cells are in there, you might say molten or liquid form, then the molecular structure of those cells then orientates itself to the magnetic field in which you're sleeping. So if you're sleeping on your back in the northern hemisphere, you have the magnetic field coming out of the sky and into the earth, then you will have a predominance of counterclockwise direction of orbit on the valence electrons. 
This simply means that if you're in the southern hemisphere, it'll be just the exact opposite. So there is a difference between northern hemisphere and southern hemisphere in what exposure you want to have to the body. And we didn't realize that when we were sending on the magnetic pads that we made in the northern hemisphere down to the southern hemisphere. And the people were calling back and saying, hey, these things feel terrible. And then we realized what was going on. And we told them to turn them over. And they said, oh, now they feel wonderful. So there is a big difference. As a matter of fact, we've done experiments with mice we can literally knock them out by changing the field if it's strong enough we took people and they made a bed and put them on a positive field rather than a negative field and in a half hour they felt like they were ached all over and could hardly get up and we just uh, reversed the field and then they felt great so there is a big difference here in direction of field mice can tell the difference. Uh, we can act, we've actually taken tumors and completely laced them by changing the field in which they were exist. In other words, we just shut down the metabolism in the cells so that the cells died. So there is a big difference of magnetic field. Okay, so the studies that have been done on people sleeping in the in the magnetic fields that you the kind of the product that you provide the the um, magnetic magnetic obeds. What have you what have you found through those studies? Like what are some of your favorite studies and what do they indicate? Well, we started out with rheumatism and we found it was about ninety eight percent 96% effective in reducing the pain in, in rheumatism. And that, and 38% of the people just with our weakest magnetic bed got completely well from rheumatism and arthritis. Now, then we went from there to sleep, and 91% of the people had improvement in their sleep. Then uh, the next thing we went to was fibromyalgia, and we did a study with the University of Virginia and one, one in Canada. The one in Canada was the first one, and it showed that we had two and a half times better results than any other type of treatment, and they were using all other types of treatment. It was a double-blind study. Now, the one University of Virginia showed a, and there was a comparison of a bipolar magnetic pad comparing ours. And the bipolar pad after six months was no better than the placebo, and whereas ours was 34% reduction in pain. That's with the weakest magnetic pad we make. They suggested we make them stronger, so we made them twice as strong and four times as strong, and we've had proportionately that much better success with fibromyalgia. Then the next uh, study we did was on chronic fatigue, and that was dramatically using the strongest magnetic pad and a chelating agent. We were able to completely reverse chronic fatigue in three months. So these are people that were allergic to everything and electrical sensitivity, you know, chemical sensitivity and food sensitivity and, you know, could hardly be up. And yet they were back at work in three months. This is pretty amazing. Now, uh, we went on from there and uh, we got people calling in and saying, look, at, uh, do you think that these things would cure cancer? I said, no, I have no idea that it would do that. And after a while, they kept calling in. And so we tried the magnetic pad on a few people that had cancer and some got better and some didn't. So we thought maybe it's just a matter of we need them stronger. So we started making stronger and stronger uh, magnetic fields. Then we used frequency fields and, and did a great deal of research in using frequencies because of the uh, Rife technology, and we finally ended up making a 10,000-pound electromagnet that was DC with no frequency whatsoever, and we treated cancer for three and a, two and a half years, and then uh, we were asked to by the authorities to quit. 
And uh, what we found in that time, pretty amazing things. When you use a strong enough magnetic field going complementary to the earth, you can actually regenerate new tissue. You stimulate the stem cells in the tissue and make new tissue. And so this was a this was a big revelation we never expected. And so we went on from there. We've treated over 100 cerebral palsy children, growing new brain for them. Yeah, we've treated... Uh, Right now, we've treated over 15 uh, congestive heart failure patients, growing new hearts for them. Uh, so this is a big deal. And the latest studies that we're doing is rather simple. The one was on diabetic neuropathy. We showed we could grow the nerves in the feet, regrow them back after they've been killed from the neuropathy from diabetes. And the second one was growing new discs in the back. It was called a low back pain study. We took people that had an average length of disease, in other words, low back pain, for 14 years. So these are people that had surgery and everything else trying to fix their problem. And we did 88 patients there, and we showed a 52% reduction in their pain on on 82% of them. So that gives you a pretty good idea that... this is pretty dramatic in regeneration of new tissue. So uh, that's about where we're up to now, and uh, we need to finish those studies and get that large device approved by the FDA for for back pain because it would be far better. It works almost every time, and it's a fresh, uh, in other words, doesn't have a lot of surgery or prolotherapy or something else. It's caused a lot of scar tissue. It's much easier to do them. So uh, there we are. For those of you who are listening right now, I'm on here with Dr. Dean Bonley who is probably one of the world's leading experts in magnet therapy for healing and health. And he's going to be speaking at our Longevity Now conference September 30th through October 2nd, 2011 at the Orange County Hilton, just south of Los Angeles, California. And those details are at thelongevitynowconference.com. And he's going to be presenting his cutting-edge information, which we are hearing about right now. This is fascinating, Dr. Bonley. Tell us about... Gauss and tell us about the measurement of magnets because most of us have never heard about what the measurement unit is. You know, we know what a kilo is or a pound is, but at an inch maybe at a centimeter, but we never heard about Gauss. What does that mean and how powerful of a Gauss field can we really be in? I mean, can it just go to an infinite? The more Gauss, the better? Well, not exactly, but it uh, they found with the MRIs that the human body can, for several hours, can take 100,000 gauss and without any adverse effects. So we're a long ways from that. Now, what is a gauss? A gauss rather technical, but it's you take a a wire and make a one centimeter loop, and you run one amp around that loop, an amp of current, and the amount of magnetic field it makes in the center of that of that loop, that one centimeter loop, is one gauss. That's the definition of a gauss. So it's the amount of a magnetic field that um, is made either by electricity flowing or a permanent magnet. And the permanent magnet is the, actually the valence electrons going in big orbits uh, that are all in one plane. So that's... Uh, getting a little more technical than you probably wanted to know. That's great information, and, and we're so happy to have you, Dr. Bondley, be able to explain these things for us because there's so many companies out there putting out little magnet things, and we've all heard that magnets are good, and we've all probably had a, a catastrophe where we erased a computer disk or something with a magnet or ruined a computer. So let's talk a little bit about some of the some of the benefits of being in a magnetic field 
that are beyond just health. Like, for example, can it make you smarter? Does it does it make you a little bit sharper? Do you find that there's less brain fog? You know, besides the overt health benefits, are there? Do you ever get anecdotal reports like that? Yes, we do, and it's, a lot of them are from parents with children that have attention deficit disorder, and they find that their children dramatically improve in their grades. Uh, for a while, there we were having a real run on our beds because college students found that they could uh, get better grades. Uh, so we have a lot of anecdotal people calling in saying it's cleared up the brain fog and things like that. But brain fog can be caused just from a lot of toxins in the brain, and this is one of the greatest ways to detox. We have found that we can actually enhance the production of the ATP in the mitochondria. This mitochondria of the brain is a little manufacturing plant that converts chemical energy, mostly sugar, over to uh, over to ATP. ATP is like the match head that ignites the sugar in the muscles to make the muscle contract. It also is the catalyst for most of the chemical reactions in the body. And we found, actually, this is research was done at Johns Hopkins with one of the devices we made for them. And they showed that there was a 38% increase in production of ATP just in tissue cultures in the magnetic field. So uh, anyhow, when you make more ATP, you charge up. Uh, by the way, ATP is the energy that runs the sodium-potassium pump, which charges up the cell wall so that oxygen will be drawn in and waste products are pushed out. So if you have a lot of ATP, then you can charge up that cell wall and you get good cell respiration and a lot of energy, and your brain starts working better as well as your muscles. And matter of fact, our first uh, test of our magnetic pad was done on the Canadian decathlon team, and they found that they could get 10% higher points if they slept on the magnetic pad just before they went out and, and performed on their different, you know, the different things that they do. Matter of fact, uh, the man that won the gold medal on track and field, uh, Donovan Bailey, slept on my magnetic pad for a couple of years before he was able to win the gold medal. So you can see it has a big difference, and we use it on, on athletes. Uh, we have a couple of quarterbacks in the NFL that's used them very successfully. Uh, they find that they heal, and this is a big deal for them. It only takes them 20% of the time to heal that it did before they used it. So one night on the bed, and they're ready to go to practice the next day, whereas before it took them all week to recover. So this is a big deal for healing. It's a big deal for uh, regeneration of new tissue. And we found out also in our research there at Johns Hopkins that we actually upregulate and downregulate gene expression on over 2,400 genes, and that we actually uh, enhanced uh, stem cell differentiation. In other words, making the stem cells become the tissue it needs to be to repair. So this is a uh, lot of good based research shows what we're doing is actually based in good, hard scientific fact. Truth Calkins, who is a, a colleague of mine, and he's the person who first turned me on to your work, Dr. Bonley. He sleeps in a North Pole magnetic field. Does magnetism provide you with protection against these aberrant EMF fields that we're getting hit by all the time by everything in our house and all these Wi-Fi signals yeah. and cell phone signals? 
And that's why True Calkins is doing good on his because uh, we're generating, actually, we need to get to the basics here. See, the astrocyte cells in the brain, which make up 80% of the brain, uh, are there to convert chemical energy to electrical energy. And that's where we get our electricity from, our vitality. And so on the one hand, the brain is putting out higher voltage, so it's using up its electricity faster, but the magnetic field is enhancing the function of the astrocyte cells, so it's making electricity faster. So you're, it's like, uh, shall we say, uh, eating a lot of good food and drinking a lot of coffee, and you, you can still survive quite well. I really appreciate all the work that you've done to bring the power and benefits of magnets to all of our attention. And we're excited to hear what you have to say at the Longevity Conference. Again, for folks who are listening, that's September 30th, 2011, right through October 2nd, that whole weekend. Dr. Bonley is going to be with us, and he's going to share his great insights and show us the latest and greatest. I think he's going to get also get into his magnetic molecular energizer, which is, I believe, Dr. Bonley, that's the device you've been working on that you were just talking about. Isn't that right? That's right. The one that we're talking about that does all these wonderful things, <laughs> stimulating a regeneration of tissue. That's very exciting, and I'm sure he's going to be bringing us the latest and greatest on that. So if you're interested in being at our conference, www.thelongevitynowconference.com, all four of those words together. And if you can't be there in person, we hope that you can tune in online, and we'll be offering that up for you. So I'd like to thank Dr. Bonley. Thank you, Dr. Bonley, for joining us. You're great. Welcome. And we'll talk at the conference about the vitality system of the body and, and how these frequencies that the brain is putting out, telling the cells what to do, how important they are, all of those sort of things. And uh, so you can have a, a lot more information than the medical field has today by the time you're done with the, the lecture, if you can absorb it all. That, that is great, and we're super excited about that. For those folks who are listening, I am David Avocado-Wolf, wishing you the best day ever and we'll see you at the conference. This program was brought to you by thebestdayever.com. Thanks for listening.